Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real-life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's Word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam? Happy Monday, everybody. Well, welcome back to another episode of Truth Be Told. Yes, last week we dropped the bomb. The, the bomb, yeah. the biggest announcement we've ever personally Heck made. Yeah. And so if you haven't uh, listened to that episode, all you got to do is look for the episode that says, we're starting a church in yeah. all caps yeah, and go and give it a listen. But we're excited. And hey, we want to thank every single one of you that reached out with support this yeah. week. It's been an Huge. overwhelming amount of support. I mean, the amount of, yeah, like, like shares, comments. It's just incredible. The, the text messages that we received, everybody sure. that's reached out. I mean, it means the world. Even beyond that, like, you know, we've had people that want to come help us. You know, yeah. we have people that have sowed financially. We, I mean, just. It's just been amazing. Yeah, it really has it been. It really has been one of the coolest weeks of our lives. And if you want to check out our amazing new website, you can go to www.legacychurch.io and kind of see what we're doing, what's happening. Um, and that's kind of where this podcast kind of was birthed out of. Uh, you would have seen in the title, we're talking about faithful to the faithful. Right. And we're talking about how God is so faithful. He's such a faithful God, but he is especially faithful. I feel especially. like... I feel like he almost like shows off in his faithfulness yeah. to those who are faithful back to him. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we want to talk to because we've seen that, man, it's been a whirlwind of a week. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I, we, we kind of shared on the podcast last week uh, that we were very faithful to God calling us to New York for a season mm-hmm. um, to be here to serve um, our pastor's vision, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, God had said to Chad very specifically, I want you to do this. I want you to serve your father. And when you've done that, I'll give you, you know, your own vision. And that's really what we've seen this last week. Right. It's almost been like the, we're living in the promise that what God promised, if you would just be faithful to me, if you will just be faithful to the call, if you'll just be faithful to uh, the the agenda that I right. have for you. Um, I'll give you your own. And really, that's what Chad and I have seen this weekend. It's been pretty amazing. And let me just testify, right? Like, we listed our house last week on Thursday. and Wednesday Wednesday night. Yeah, I say Thursday because literally it was Wednesday at like 7, 8 p.m. Yeah, I was late. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, So, you know, Thursday, it got listed. Monday, we accepted a full price offer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then we were down at camp meeting. And received an awesome word just confirming everything that we're doing from uh, Evangelist Ted Charlesworth Sr., who we love very much. And then bought a house the next day. So by faith, we signed and purchased a home down in Florida. I mean, like just the acceleration. And it's only been a week. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, but that's kind of. That's kind of how God works, I feel like. Man, you know, when you've been faithful. You know what's funny? Chad studied this a long time ago. Momentum. Mm-hmm. People uh, people don't realize this about mo- mo- momentum. Momentum doesn't just happen. Right. Momentum often 
occurs when you've been doing the same thing or consistent in something for a long time, boom, just when you least expect it, momentum kicks in. Yeah. And I feel like that's almost even in our faithfulness. Yeah. When you're faithful, uh, you know, the timeline is always different for everyone, but the, you never know when that God momentum is going to kick in, man. Mm-hmm. And like, he's just going to launch you into yeah. the, into the next season right. or whatever he has for you. And we're not here just to brag on how good God's been to us. No. What we want to encourage you with is God wants to do something significant in your life. There's a quote I'm going to read. It says, God is looking for willing hearts. God has no favorites. You don't have to be special, but you do have to be available. And I think this is speaking into the topic, you know, faithful to the faithful. God needs people that are available, that are faithful. And kind of what we put a subtitle in here as is willing and obedient. Right. God wants to use you. God wants to use your life. A lot of times people think they say one yes, and then like, boom, we've like earned this faithfulness. But I think God watches people over time. 100%. And faithful isn't just one decision, although it boils down to one Mm. consistent decision over a period of time, but it's not just a once-off decision. For sure. Right? It's something that's consistent, that God observes, that God says, well, let me see if I can trust them with little. Let me see if I can trust them with this. Maybe you're uh, starting a business or have a business. Well, let me see if they can handle this level of income, you know, or this level of business. Well, if they're faithful at that, well, let me bring them to the next level. Mm. You know, let's see their hearts when they start getting business, when they start making money. Do they get so busy that they stop, you know, being faithful to their church? Do they stop being faithful to attending Sunday morning? You know, God tests people. He doesn't tempt people with sin, but he tests people with their heart posture. character. Yeah. And gives them opportunities to be obedient to mm-hmm. him or be disobedient mm-hmm. to him. You know what I was even thinking, babe? Faithfulness, a lot Talk of times... To me, baby girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot. A lot of times people think like faithfulness um, is proven in the, big, in the big things, right? So like, for example, like God launching us specifically. And I know we're going to keep making reference be- just to what's going on with us because it is the greatest it's, testimony yeah. that we're living out right it's now. It's the biggest thing we've ever done. But what I want to say to you that's listening is... Don't just look at God launching us into this next season and think like that defines faithfulness. It wasn't even the serving uh, Chad's dad that just like determined our faithfulness. It was the waking up in the morning and reading the word, Mm -hmm. being faithful to do that. It was the being faithful to pray, being faithful to fast, being faithful to have character, being faithful to just take the word and actually obey the commands in the word to love God, love the Lord our God, you know, with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, and to love our neighbor. That's faithfulness, yeah. right? It's in the little things and it all builds up to one thing. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people just think like, oh, obviously I need to do something huge and that will determine whether I'm faithful or not. Mm-hmm. But I would say, no, it's, you got to break it apart to the tiny things. Being faithful yeah. in the tiny things adds up to being I, faithful. I want to add to that though. The big. I, I want to add to this because I think, the little things are the foundation of what you build on. I know people who have been faithful to God where they've read the Bible, where they've, you know, maybe they're a minister. They've led a nice church, a good church. They've got good hearts. They're not living in sin. They're not doing anything wrong. Mm. But at the same time, they never stepped out in faith in a significant way, mm-hmm. right? They never actually challenged that, that comfort zone. And, 
The, what's interesting, I just want to read this quote because it's by Oswald Chambers. It says, faith never knows where it's being led, but it loves and knows the one who is leading. I mean, this is so cool because I, I know we're branching out of this topic, but we'll we'll, we'll circle back. Mm-hmm. But um, some people never see the faithfulness of God in their personal lives outside of like his saving grace, mm-hmm. outside of just the basic fundamentals because they his never took... Of who he is as a sovereign God. I, exactly. Yeah. They, because they've never stepped out and done something radical. Right. They've never, you know... As they're walking by the person in a wheelchair, been like, no, let, let's pray for this person. Mm. Or they never, you know, when God spoke to them and told them to do something, they, they never did it, right? They, they always stayed in the base level of the word, which I'm not minimizing no, or absolutely. negating. That is the greatest foundation you could ever build on. Absolutely. That is your life. But then God starts to speak to you as you follow him. Mm. And this is where I think we need to kind of focus today. Okay. Because we need to be willing and obedient. And I think within the Christian culture, you know, there's, it, it's easier, right? We know sin is bad. <laughs> you know, we know what we're supposed to do. We know we're mm. supposed to go to church. We're, we know we're supposed to have a church community. We know we're supposed to pray. We know, but then we get into the, the, the dynamics of the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart and leading you and guiding you. Mm-hmm. The stuff that's outside of your daily Bible reading where, like I said, you're walking down the street and, and God says, go share the gospel yeah, with that person. are you being faithful to that? Are you willing and obedient mm. to do that? Are you willing to step outside of your comfort zone? Are you obedient? You know, sometimes I don't feel willing, but I'm obedient. And as I obey, my heart changes as I, I, I take those steps. Mm. But here's the promise from the Bible. Isaiah 119 says this, if you are willing... If, right, you should circle that in your Bible. It's contingent. It means there's a requirement on your behalf. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. There is a side of God that you may not have experienced yet. Mm. There is the blessing of God that you may not have tapped into. God, he wants to lead you deeper into trusting his voice, trusting his daily leading and relying on the Holy Spirit. The Bible says those are the um those who are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons, sons of, of God. God. Mm-hmm. You know, in your life kind of determines mm-hmm. and your decisions mm-hmm. determine your destiny that you're going to step into. Yeah. And the question is are you willing and are you obedient? Right. Because those that are willing and obedient those that are available, those that have said, yes, God, I'll do whatever you, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'll go wherever you tell me to go. I'll mm-hmm. say whatever you tell me to say. Those are the people that when you look at them, it's like, why, why does it seem like God loves them more or favors them sure. more? It has absolutely nothing to do with that. God loves everybody the same, but some people love God more and are willing to sacrifice more Yeah, and are willing to do whatever and he it's says. so evident in their life. Right? Like, in the natural, my wife and I are lunatics. <laughs> we established a strong church. Oh, yeah. We've now hit where a lot of pastors would kind of get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they got leadership around, you know, our, like everything is set for us mm-hmm. here. Absolutely. But one year ago, God spoke to my heart and said, I want you to plant a church in Bradenton, Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is what I have for you. And he gave us some things that yep. we're, we were going to do in the next couple of years. Yep. And he gave us promises. Well, you know, we've actually had people say to us, like, you're absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. We've literally had people say, 
I don't understand why you would give this up. We've even had people ask, assume maybe something's wrong. Yeah. Maybe something went wrong. And it's got nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's completely got to do with vision mm-hmm. that has come out of faithfulness. Yeah. But what people that can't understand that don't actually know the Holy Spirit. For sure. Because this is so like the Holy Spirit. Right. Like God doesn't ask you to do things that are regular no. <laughs> or in your comfort zone no. or what you can control and understand. Oftentimes, God, I mean, just read the Bible. 100%. Right. It, it's filled with people doing, quote unquote, radical things that are just being led by the Spirit of God. Yeah. And that's what God, and you may say, what does this have to do with faithful to the faithful? Because when you obey his instruction, he blesses you. Yeah. He's leading you, right, out. Let's say, let's do this kind of picture, right? Just like Moses, he's leading you out of slavery, out of Egypt, leading you through the wilderness, Mm -hmm. and he's bringing you into this promise, the promised land that he has for your life. Yeah, yeah. God, faithful. Think about that entire process. Egypt, wilderness, promised land. God was faithful through the whole thing. Yeah. The only breakdown in communication, the only problems that existed was disobedience on man's side. 100%. God has never not been faithful to the faithful. Yep. The safe place lies, though, in God's word. The safest place you could be is in the will of God. And being obedient to the, wor- to mm-hmm. the word of God. So let's dig into this, right? Willing and obedient is what Isaiah 119 talks about. Do you want to kind of break that down? Yeah. So we were were kind of talking about and we were going forth back and forth a little bit about what like what willing and obedient looks like. Mm -hmm. And to us, willingness speaks of an attitude, right? It speaks of a posture of our heart being willing. And then obedient actually speaks of the action, a verb, an action word, doing it. Actually, not just saying you want to do it because it's not enough to just want to obey God. It's not enough to just want to be faithful. If you got the posture of your heart down, okay, now the action has to follow. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's really what willing and obedient looks like. Yeah, It's my heart is right and my actions follow that. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, can I tell you this? You won't be able to keep up with the blessing of heaven. <laughs> it will literally trip. I mean, Deuteronomy says, right? Yeah. The blessings are chasing me down. They're tripping me up. Yep. Literally going to trip you up. And I, I actually, so I want to go into an, an, the next portion of this. And I think I'm going to like really challenge some people's religious mindsets in this. Um, Shoot some religious cows. Yeah, um, our official Bible reader. <laughs> Not calling a person a cow. Yeah, yeah, you just, just called someone thought. a cow. No. Whoever just... <laughs> took that as a personal insult, we just want to formally apologize. I feel like you I are should... not a cow. I feel like... Jesus loves you. We love you. The thought we process. Just, yeah. I'm referring to it as a cow. <laughs> So, official Bible reader, could you please read for Samuel? Oh my gosh! 15, okay, First Samuel fifteen twenty-two through twenty-three, and I'm going to read in the Amplified version, so a little different to what we normally read in. I thought you were going to say that terrible <laughs> joke of like, if so, if it comes off a little loud. <laughs> no, I that's just why. <laughs> no, I'm still trying to recover from people thinking I maybe called them a cow. All right, Samuel said, "Has the Lord as great a delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obedience to the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey 
is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as serious as the sin of divination, fortune telling, and disobedience is as serious as false religion and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you as king. So I want to dig into the when it says to obey is better than to sacrifice. I think there are many people out there that believe that if they just worship him more and read his Bible more, that they don't actually have to obey his leading. Mm. I think there's a lot of people that like they know they disobeyed him. And instead of repenting and turning and doing what mm. God asked them to do originally, they think that they can just go worship at an altar and that it will be okay. That's very true. Actually, just a few weeks ago, we were talking about uh, offense and we we're talking about how the Bible literally says, like, if you are at the altar worshiping mm-hmm. and s- somebody has something against you to leave, mm-hmm. leave your sacrifice, you leave the altar right. mm-hmm. and go and make it right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the exact same thing for God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God would rather you obey him. Then sit there and worship him 100%. and get emotional and cry and weep 100%. and roll around on the floor. God wants you to obey him first. I think that's serious. Yeah, it's like I, I'm just thinking in the in the Gospels how uh, the Pharisees are, are kind of compared to a cup, right? Yeah. That they focus so much on cleaning the outside, but it's dirty and foul on the inside. Yep. And that's oftentimes a lot of people at the altar. Mm-hmm. They look really holy on the outside, hands raised, crying, weeping on the ground. But on the inside, things are not in order. Yeah. Yeah. And God, I mean, remember, man looks at the outside. Yeah. God looks at what's going on on the inside. And I think it even goes to like ministers and preachers. And I don't, I don't know who you are. I mean, I know we have some ministry people that, that listen to the podcast. I almost said listen to the pod. That was super. Nobody, literally that. nobody calls it a pod. If you just tune in and listen to the pod. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it, we we have some relevant. ministers uh, listening to the podcast and you know, I, I've met a lot of ministers that are in disobedience and think if they just preach a good message that God God overlooks that disobedience, mm. overlooks that, that disregard for his word. And I want you to know that he doesn't. Mm. That just like he said in 1 Samuel, he's rebuking Saul, by the way, who was more worried about the worship and the acceptance of man than the acceptance of God and the favor of God. Yeah. And Samuel said to him, to obey is better than sacrifice. That means like, look, you could bring the best gift. I've talked to people that thought they could give more, oh, right? Yeah. They felt oh, guilty, yeah. so they give more. And, and that that would make the disobedience okay. Mm. Understand this. Nothing trumps obedience to God's word. Nothing. You can't give it away, right? You can't, you can't pray it away. You can't shout in tongues and make it go away. You can't worship it away. Like you need to obey. And God expects obedience. I think that's even important. There's such a danger in the church with these grace teachings of mm-hmm. like, well, you know, you can't be too hard on yourself. And you no, it's an expectation of mm-hmm. God to obey. You know, and it's the same with my kids. I expect obedience out of my children. It isn't a suggestion. I just had that conversation with my three-year-old. Mm-hmm. This is not a suggestion. This is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I expect that. And it's the same thing obedience to God. God expects it. We have to remember, like, Jesus paid the highest price. Mm-hmm. He did it all. The least we can do 
is be obedient. Right. And even First Peter one fourteen says, as obedient children, because what are we? Children yep. of God. Do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. As obedient, he's speaking faith into our life even now. Mm. He's declaring it as obedient children, Amen. knowing that some are disobedient, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So that, that we're not always going to get it right 100% of the time. But as obedient children, and so let's even confess that over your life. I'm an obedient uh, yeah. child. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I, I don't know. We should cut that part <laughs> right now. I'm going to make my kids stop saying that. It's going to be their morning thing. I am an obedient child. Yeah. <laughs> but when you are obedient, I just need, I, I need to get it in your mind. I need to get it in your heart. Like God's favor comes on your life mm. and God promotes you. It may not be immediately, but over a period of time when you've proven to be faithful, mm. when you've proven God's faithfulness shows up. And shows up again. Yes, and shows up again. He's so good. And shows up again. God takes care of his kids. So let's talk about what happens when we disobey. Right. Because obviously, like, the goal is to obey. <laughs> right. But disobedience does happen. Yeah. And, and you, I mean, you heard us, you we're talking strong about obedience. Mm. But we recognize that there will be moments in life that you may not make the right decision. 100%. You may disobey God's word or God's instruction. And we want to talk the practicalities of, like, what do we do now? And I think the biggest thing is this. A simple example, and then we'll get into it. Okay. But look at Saul, King Saul versus King David. Yeah, you, you spoke about yeah. this today, and yeah. I thought it was so good because I've never thought about it that way. Consider this, right? They both made bad mistakes. Bad mistakes. They both messed up big time. But why did God elevate and promote David, David. but really just tear the kingdom from Paul, uh, Saul? Mm. It was a heart condition. That's right. David, when he screwed up, he was quick to repent. David, when he screwed up, he actually felt guilt. He felt shame. He had a heart connected to the father. But Saul, he had a hard heart. Saul, he was more worried about what other people thought versus what God thought. He wasn't quick to repent. He wasn't ready to change. He was really caught up in himself, just like many of us are. And he didn't repent at all. No, in fact, he tried to justify his disobedience. Yeah. And so how do I, in the most simplest form, how do I deal when I'm disobedient? Because if King David was disobedient, you know, I mean, there's a reality that you may have a bad decision or two. What do I do? I'm quick to repent. Mm. I recognize that my heart is soft because I spend time with Jesus and I have conviction. And when the Holy Spirit speaks to me, and I shared this again in church, but I think it's important. Mm -hmm. Like, I was at the dinner table with some of my family mm -hmm. uh, two weeks ago, I think, and I had a conversation, and it was gross, right? I mean, it wasn't like sin, but no. I mean, like, it, I just, you know when you have a conversation, and you just feel gross afterwards? You just knew it wasn't good, it wasn't right? I was so convicted. Yeah. I sent a text into my family chat and apologized to my family mm -hmm. for the conver like how I communicated and what I said. I wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like a mean one. It was just talking about nonsense. I had no, no mean business is, talking mean about. Mean is pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, it's just Spencer's poking pride. I was just thinking about how you said that today as well. <laughs> and so, you know, be quick to repent. Yeah. Have a soft heart towards God. Yeah. And when the Holy Spirit speaks, do what He says to do. Yeah. So what happens when I uh, we disobey? Number one, mercy exists. Right? Mercy is when we don't Thank get God what we do mercy. deserve. Yeah. Thank God for his mercy. I myself am very thankful. But you don't just do things because there's a net of mercy. Yes. The 
the way to not get forgiveness is to say, oh, I know God will forgive me. Oh, I know God will take care of me. Oh, I know I can do this and, and everything will be okay. You know, it's a it's an easy thought process to fall into. Just to drop this and, and leave this conversation, but the Bible actually says that if you know what you should do and you choose not to do it, that there is no forgiveness for it. Do what, do do whatever you it's want to do with that. We're going to go to the next point. Let's do it. Uh, so what happens when we disobey? Number one, mercy exists. Recognize that God loves you and he wants you to be successful. For and sure. he will reach his hand out and pull you Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Don't he, allow yourself to sit in, in, in a place of condemnation yeah. thinking he, that there's no out. He will forgive you. He still loves you. Sometimes there's natural consequences. Yes. Just like David, right? When David disobeyed, the na- there was a natural consequence for his sin. And it was harsh, and it was, it, it, I wouldn't say it was harsh, it was a harsh reality, mm. right? And it was painful, but it was the consequence for his actions. Number two, lifestyles of disobedience create separation, right? And we need to understand that. So when I disobey, I become further from the Holy Spirit and yeah. further from God. Not in distance, but in relationship. Yeah. And if I keep disobeying and keep doing it, over and over and over and over again. I'm creating barriers in distance from me and God. Okay, so that's what, the second thing that happens. Number three, the consequence of that mm-hmm. is that the whole, the voice of the Holy Spirit gets quieter and quieter and quieter. Yeah, do you know that the Bible says in one place, do not quench the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and in another place, do not grieve the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. This is a serious thing. Yeah. A lot of people are like, um, they get to a place where they say, well, I didn't, I didn't feel any conviction on it. So it could have been okay. Is it that you didn't feel conviction or is it that That you you have so. You can't feel conviction. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. I mean, you totally stole my thunder, but it's fine. It's fine. It was, it was, it it was good. It was worth it. It was, it was worth it. Sounds good. (laughs) Great. Now watch somebody quote you. I'm just going to get mad. <laughs> oh, please do. Somebody do it. Um, It'll be listen, Capri. Yeah. Watch. Capri will quote you. And so, again, we want you to know that if you are willing and obedient, yeah. God will bless your socks off. Yeah. God will do ridiculous things. Yes, he will. You know, in, in, you know, in our life, there's a testimony. But I've seen it in every single person that I've seen make this commitment. I just see it happen in their life. And maybe you need to start declaring it over yourself. I am faithful. Yeah. I am faithful to the voice of God. I am faithful to the word of God. I am willing. Not only am I willing, but I prove my willingness with my obedience. And start speaking that over yourself. Yeah. No. I mean, that's it. And so we want to thank you for joining the podcast or hanging out with us on the pod. Uh, We appreciate you. Oh my gosh, I promise you, if you start calling it pod, we will no longer do this together because I will not be associated with you if you call this a pod. Um, We want to thank you all again for the support, all the shares, all the likes, everything like that. I mean, it means the world to us. I do want to say this was our largest week of listening we have ever had. Yeah, no, for sure. And hey, if there's topics that you want us to cover, Mm -hmm. please let us know. We're always looking for what you want to hear. So let us know, but we love you. You are faithful. And may this week you uh, get to know the faithfulness of God on a whole different level. Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. 
But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.